Welcome to another episode of Pat and the Fat Man, where I like to talk about movies, sports, and whatever else we feel like talking about. I'm Pat. I'm the Fat Man, otherwise known as Bruce. Today's topic is whatever we feel like talking about. Good luck, folks. So what state are you in? Kentucky. On my way to Ohio. You going to go on any of the uh, bourbon tours while you're there? <laughs> I don't think that's a smart thing to do as a professional driver. <laughs> it's a, I mean, you got to take downtime, Bruce. You got to think about yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we drive through Kentucky to go to Ohio. It's always checking the billboards out for the uh you know all the bourbon tours yeah yeah i have seen them actually i've been through kentucky quite a bit the last week and a half <laughs> oh yeah? yeah well why are you going through kentucky so much <laughs> apparently all the freight's been going through tennessee kentucky illinois indiana and wisconsin that's pretty far away from your base like how did they end up with you way out there i don't have a, a base per se i drive all 48 states and they just try to route me home when i want to go home hmm. okay Interesting. Yeah. So they don't try and keep you in any particular region. No. Just try to keep me where I can make them the most money. Mm-hmm. So typically you end up stuck in an area for a while because they're not going to have me take three days to get somewhere because that loses the money, you know? Yeah. Because they can't get as many loads out of me. <laughs> That's... What she said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it just aggravates me. Because I, I almost had a spot, and I was getting ready to set myself up for it, and another truck driver comes in right behind me, and he you know, basically muscled me out of that spot. I'm like, you know what? You're an Nice. <laughs> yeah, they can be. It's getting to a point with truck drivers that basically you're going to have to shut down at 2 in the afternoon because all the spots are going to be gone if you don't. So, I mean, why is it just not enough stops to go around? or? Yeah, not really. I mean, that and the other part, too, is like if all the truck stops were as nice as the, as the two big franchises, there'd probably be fewer problems. The two big franchises, uh, Loves is one, Pilot Flying J is another one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they reward you with showers and drinks for getting fuel there. Mm-hmm. And most truck drivers, they get their fuel paid for by somebody else or someone reimburses them for fuel, this, that, and the other. And so that's where you want to go because before you go to bed, you want a free shower. You don't want to pay 12 bucks for a shower. Oh, yeah. So those become the more popular place. But, I mean, all the truck stops get full and then rest areas and even way stations get full. It's amazing. that As much as the demand there is for truck drivers, there's not even enough parking spaces for those truck drivers. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Why would you build it that way? <laughs> A lot of these places aren't built brand new. They're, they're old places, so they don't expand them. They're, they got themselves cornered near a highway and near a bunch of other businesses. So they can't expand. Oh, yeah. Other stuff grows up around them, and then they're trapped. Yeah. Kind of like Disney Disneyland out in California. Yeah. Which is why Walt Disney was all like, I'm going to buy two cities worth of land, and then nobody's going to be able to build around me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> On top of the fact that it was dirt cheap and in the middle of a swamp. <laughs> yeah, he knew what he was doing. <laughs> at least his brother did. Anywho. What's going on with you? Did I tell you I ticked off at the IRS? Yes, yes, you did. I figured out there's pot. There's a potential reason that I may be even more ticked off at the IRS. Oh. And this is because I can't get the math to work quite right for what I think I did, quote unquote, wrong. Although uh-huh. why they have that law in the first place is beyond me. When we filed last year, I used free fileable forms. 
which is sort of an online fill-out software. Mm-hmm. It isn't like TurboTax or them because they do more work for you. You you still kind of have to do all the mental math yourself, mm-hmm. but you can fill the form out there. I don't have to do it by hand. Well, last year when I did fill out that form, one of the default checkboxes is your filing status. Uh-huh. I forgot to change it from the default, which is single, to married, <laughs> filing jointly. And so they basically took the entire tax return away because none of the math was working and I had to refile, you know, everything. Right. And say, hey, I didn't check the checkbox. Sorry. <laughs> Give me my money. <laughs> Which they did eventually. But if they used that tax return, that erroneous tax return from 2008, uh-huh. and it has me single with two two dependents, it means I made too much money to get any money for the COVID stuff. That's a little weird because you think that, that basically single with two dependents means you're a single parent. Yeah. And so why would you be taxed more <laughs> for being a single parent? Right? Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, it's exactly the same amount of money, except if I have another adult on my return who happens to be married to me, I suddenly get more. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Pat, that's what you get for not following the Bible. <laughs> oh, I'm going to stab you. <laughs> but I can't. That's essentially what the government's telling you. <laughs> yeah. In the instance where you have dependents, you're supposed to head, you're supposed to file as head of household, I think, if you have dependents, but you don't have a spouse, because then other stuff starts to take effect. So, yeah, we'll see. I'm sure, like, in two months, I'll have it all figured out, and then I'll have to file a bunch of paperwork about telling people, no, give me the monies. I have to figure out if this is, like, God trying to tell me that I should stop filing my own taxes. (laughs) I should start paying somebody to do it for me who's not going to screw it up. Do you every year have to do anything other than standard deductions? This last year was probably the easiest return I've filed in a long, long time. Uh, We were like $200 away from Schedule A itemized deductions. uh So we ended up taking the standard because it was like 200 bucks more. (laughs) (laughs) I suspect next year we'll do the itemized. So it'll just depend, given how big the standard deduction is anymore. I don't know. It's it's been different every year because a couple years I had a rental house. Several years I had a house sale sales or capital gains stuff because I sold stock or or something. So almost every year, it's like one little thing or another. This year, it was pretty much just like, you know, my income, my HSA stuff, and that was it. Just kind of make things complicated, don't you, Pat? Yeah, I guess so. I don't... (laughs) Yeah, it's me. It's not the government making it complicated. It's me. (laughs) Well, you just had to go out and have a life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's right. I had to decide to live. (laughs) Bastard. As far as I can tell, you got no one to blame but yourself. I'm not going to fight that one. (laughs) That's why I said, you know, this might be God telling me, no, stop doing your own taxes. Oh, no, no. I'm not talking about the doing your taxes part. I'm just talking about your life in general. No, I can blame plenty of other people for that. (laughs) You can't. It doesn't mean you're right. I'm pretty sure it does. talking for a little while. No, no, no. Just, because I'm going to the next Love's gas station I could find. According to the app that tracks it, apparently they've still got some parking places left. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, let's see if it's been updated recently. Yeah, alternatively, you could just go door to door from car to car, and then once somebody opens the door, hit them with the wrench and drive their truck out of the way, and then put yours in there. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go back to 
Dragon Con at some point. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen this year. No? I was talking to uh, Tim the other day, uh-huh. or Ricardo Grande, for those of you who have listened to my other podcast. <laughs> my other other podcast. Hmm. <laughs> I really should get a handle on this thing. <laughs> Not that it exists anymore. I need to put that back up because I think I still own the website. And the irony would be that you would have a handle on your podcast, but not your tag. Yes, that's right. Shut up. (laughs) 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 (sighs) Yeah, so he mentioned that there might not be a con this year. So. Uh, but I was thinking that, too. I was like, I wonder if there's a... I know there's no way I could do it this year because I think we're going to Disney. Like, the week after con is supposed to be. So I don't even know if that's going to happen. I'm hoping, still, with all of this, but... I find it very hard to believe that Disney will stay closed for very much longer. One, the Florida governor is just, you know, confident the bit to, to follow the president. And then, uh, you know, Disney's losing so much money every day that... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't even imagine. <laughs> and and here's, here's the real kicker, is that now you've got all this time where it's been closed, and all of those rain checks that Disney's got to cash in. So... Oh, yeah. It's going to be a little bit before that place calms down. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my worries, is that September used to be like the lowest season there was period and now i'm like crap it's gonna be full (laughs) because this is gonna be full for like two years is everybody and a part of me is doing kind of a happy dance because i'm like hey i get for every day they're closed i get another a day on my annual pass but then i'm like (sighs) yeah but all those days are gonna be full anyway (laughs) yeah and i'm like do i want to go when it's full <laughs> or deal with those crowds do i want to wait an hour to get to build a lightsaber that i'm still gonna have to pay 120 dollars for yeah i mean the answer is obviously yes but still <laughs> <laughs> but no and uh oh shit i just lost my train of thought nice uh, yeah. speaking of trains ever since i've started to wear uh a bandana around work because that's our part of our policy now is we wear some sort of face covering so we all got bandanas and i also have a a surgical mask just kind of in the wing but i don't use it because they're sort of like limited time use right right they've come up with sterilization policies but they it's still it's a a limited thing but the bandana i can wash and and everything most of the guys around site have been wearing some form of bandana so like and we have a train or you know train tracks are run by the plant so every time i hear the train I'm like, I need to put my bandana on, go get on a horse, chase down that train, attach my time-traveling DeLorean to the front of it, and get it up to 88 <laughs> miles an hour so we get Marty back home. <laughs> it's not a holdup. It's a science experiment. It's a science experiment. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I want to do that so bad now. <laughs> You'll either have, like, the most confused train conductor engineer ever, or you'll have, like, the most excited one. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, somebody actually did it. Yeah, like, 88 miles per hour. And he's going over the cliff. <laughs> so do we count that as a COVID death? Or... <laughs> I mean, he wasn't killed by COVID. He was killed by exaggeration of one of the metaphors associated with the stopgap for COVID. <laughs> yeah, I think it counts. Wait, are we China? If we're China, it doesn't count. Because <laughs> if we're China, we have to we have to see the COVID virus pull the gun, the trigger of the gun that kills the person. <laughs> Otherwise, it definitely wasn't COVID. Yeah, 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 yeah
<laughs> I gotta wonder if there's like some sort of big ass storm coming or what. People are shutting down early today, that's for sure. I don't know. It's Thursday. Easter Thursday. Besides that, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The weekend coming up, I'll have an easier time finding spots over the weekend. Oh, yeah? People go home on the weekends. I guess that makes sense. Is that your plan, or is that most people? Or That's probably most people. I mean, at some point, everybody goes home on some weekend or another, but me, I'm just, like, I want to be out a month at a time. So when did I start? I, I have told work, you know, I want to be home on May 6th. So that's like a Monday or something. It's a Wednesday. Wednesday. Thank you. <laughs> way off. Sam's tonight. Was way off. Way off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a lot of drivers, they'll, they're like regional. They There are some regional drivers, basically guys who run the freight from distribution centers to the actual stores. So some of them go home either every weekend, every week or every weekend. Like Kathy's trainer goes home every week. She gets Mondays off. So Kathy is going to get dropped off Sunday night in a hotel and picked up Tuesday morning. Mm, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess it needs to be female to female, doesn't it? It doesn't have to be, but um, she said that she felt more comfortable with that. And, yeah. You know, honestly, I do too, because you just never know. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm there with you. <laughs> like, that, that makes sense. I, I'll, I'll grant you that, you know, with big companies like this and they've got real HR departments and things like that, it probably doesn't happen that much, but you don't ever want to take a chance, so. No. No, no, no. And, she, you know, she had to wait two weeks for a trainer, but, you know, for the price of safety and sanity worth it yeah worth it so she's got like two weeks of training or oh no no she's got like a month of training at least oh wow they do their training based off of driving and not an observing time and she's got to do 275 hours that's a lot of hours yeah so what is she doing during the like and then i guess it's a question for you too what were you doing like when you weren't driving are you just sitting in the passenger seat? Are you sitting in the back? Like, what What are you doing? I honestly, it would have been up to me because me and my trainer basically ran as like team drivers where basically if he was driving, I was sleeping. If he was sleeping, I was driving. But because of the areas that we were in, because we were just going from just inside the border of Georgia all the way to anywhere in Florida, one of us would drive basically to the store. We'd shut down until the store opened. So we'd sleep for a couple hours, get up, drop off our load, and then head back to Georgia. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I got a fair amount of sleep. She's probably going to do a little better than that. She is on a Walmart account, and it's a refrigerated Walmart account, it sounds like, mostly. Hmm. So she'll make a couple of stops to a couple of different stores, but they'll shut down every night before midnight. Okay. Me, because I had some experience, it didn't matter. I was just like, let's get these hours done, and we'll keep rolling however we can. Okay. But she'll get a lot of downtime, and then she'll have one day a week where she's not in Toronto. What was that? It sounded like you were shooting a gun off. <laughs> oh, no, that's just a truck. Oh, okay. That's That doesn't sound good. <laughs> no, it, it's just loud. I had to pull into a way station. Oh, okay. The only reason I had to pull into a way station is because I don't have a pre-pass transponder in my truck. I need to get one the next time I'm in a terminal. Because some of the way stations, they have a system called driveways where whatever state I'm going through already knows what I'll have and what my weight is and all that. So they'll be like, yeah, we don't need to bother you. Just keep on going. But because I don't have that transponder, if the way station's open, I can't take the chance of bypassing and I go in there because otherwise they're like, hey, he was supposed to stop. They come chasing me down. <laughs> and that's that's going to be bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like 4.30, huh? Yeah, 4.39. Ugh, please let there be easy parking. <laughs> Biggest pain in the ass driving a truck that's backing up. <laughs> <laughs> 
So like with your truck, if you want to back up left, you just turn the wheel left. Uh-huh. Well, in a semi, it's the opposite. And you got to constantly remember. And then you have to remember not to keep rolling it too far in one direction because you're going to have to spend all that time going back the other way to straighten it out. Yeah. And while you're trying to straighten it out, it's still going the direction you were before. Yeah. And all that's a mystery to me. <laughs> <laughs> Today I had a live load and that was, oh God, just the most podunk kind of place. It, like they didn't even have a sign. They didn't even have any sign of what the building was. And, and I ended up going behind the building on the wrong side, had to come around. And I don't know if it was an actual business, but it was a, a warehouse <laughs> building full of reams of paper. Like I'm not, I don't, I don't know what they did there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no signage, nothing. <laughs> Taking suspicious paper from Tennessee to Ohio. Yeah. Bootleg paper. <laughs> bootleg paper. Woo-hoo. Two more fuel ups and I get free showers. Sweet. So are you at the are you at the loves or? Yeah, I'm at uh, a different one that was uh, up the road and I found a easy parking spot I didn't have to back into. Woo! Nice, nice, like <laughs> vanilla ice. <laughs> uh, vanilla ice. My favorite vanilla ice song is Ninja Rap. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Ninja, go. go. <laughs> <laughs> great that's how he's remembered honestly there's not a bad shot (laughs) i mean he's done a lot of other stuff but nobody really cares or notices (laughs) i don't know anybody who can name any of his like uh punk albums or whatever he yeah apparently he's from uh florida yeah well that makes sense apparently from west palm florida just making more sense Oh, I see you're from Florida. Well, I'm sorry, you're disqualified. For for, for what? For for everything, sir. <laughs> We're just not gonna give you money or anything else. <laughs> just, just now, man. Just now. Just 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 leave. Just leave. <laughs> oh kinda uh, meandering here, but I was gonna take it back to what you were talking about taxes. One of the interesting things about truck driving is that things like food are uh, I'm not going to say tax deductible, but they make part of your income non-taxable. Oh, yeah, yeah. Part of your, like, per diem or whatever. Yes, and actually that's what it's called, per diem. Yep. So, I mean, that's been pretty interesting because it may have lowered my pay rate by about two cents a mile. But the better part about it is I'm also not having to pay as much in tax. Yeah, so, like, we did that when we were in the hospital with Micah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there's, there's all kinds of stuff you can use as medical charges uh-huh. and those are if you're in the hospital with the kid your your meals become non-taxable your uh, hotel stays like lots of different stuff up to a certain point there's like government limits on what it is so yeah but uh the company does that automatically for me so i don't have to save receipts or anything like that well, that's pretty sweet yeah i think they estimated out to like 50 bucks a day or something like that mm-hmm. which is fine because i'm usually not spending that much so there's usually some sort of net gain there yeah interesting apparently the nfl is still going to release the full schedule on may 9th by that time i can't imagine they're not going to play it would be really interesting i mean you could and that's the the funnier part about a lot of these sports things is that you could still do them without people in the stands because a lot of sports where they make their most money, like the NFL, the bulk of their money honestly comes from TV. Hmm, okay. So a big reason why they wanted to get that collective bargaining done early was because they also now have to negotiate with the TV networks for the TV rights. Yeah. Because that's where the big bulk of their, their money's coming from, and especially now that people can get it in like five different ways. Yeah, that's a good point. 
It's a good point. The one sport, though, I think that might get crushed would be honestly college football. If there were no college football or delayed college football, it would be devastating to every other sport on any college campus. I don't know. Because there have already been reports of some colleges, some universities doing away, like completely doing away with some of their programs, such as like wrestling or soccer. Oh, because they're trying to they're putting the money elsewhere or well because they're trying to keep yeah they're trying to keep football afloat because football is what makes money for all the other sports yeah from that perspective yeah most of the sport money comes from people donating because of football mm-hmm. yeah that's a good point and never mind you know merchandise ticket sales whatnot tv uh big 10 uh sec you know they make a huge amount acc make a huge amount of money on tv so i i gotta be honest though i don't see college football not happening I don't see football in any form not happening. I, I don't see that because just because of how much money it is. By that point, this thing will be figured out one way or the other. <laughs> like, we'll be at a steady rate of infection at that point, or everybody will have gone through it already, or it will have died off over the summer. So, I, you know, I guess there's some scenarios where you may not have it, mm-hmm. but I, I think they're really unlikely. I don't know. I could be wrong on that. Well, you know, a big part of it is just going to be because we talk about it almost every day is people at least taking it seriously to some degree because you still go through certain cities and whatnot and people are just everywhere. And you're just like, why? (laughs) Oh, yeah. And so, you know, they're talking, some of the governors are talking about opening up the states again and everything. And the problem with that is like for some of those places, yeah, sure, it makes sense because you're... Yeah, everybody got it already. <laughs> you were in the first wave. Well, either got it or, or, you know, it was a non-factor. Right. Or there's enough people who have it that they're not going to spread it enough anymore. You know, you have herd immunity or whatever. There's plenty of other states where that hasn't happened yet. And if you uh-huh. start opening some states, then other then people in other states can be like, oh, it's it's everything's open again. And they're going to act like they're fine when they're state is not or they're going to do like people in new york they're going to go from new york to florida yeah like that's what happens so they'll go from whatever state that is in lockdown to states that aren't in lockdown and they'll just keep spreading it (laughs) because my mom said you know my mom works for uh, a house building company that the past month has been the busiest month that they had ever Hmm. and all these people buying houses from new york Uh, who live in new york currently yeah who live in new york and are are buying houses in florida Hmm. interesting the other thing, too, I was going to mention, dude, this isn't like a cold or a flu. It's a virus. So the immunity thing, I'm not 100% sure about that because, like, you know, when you get chickenpox, you may not get chickenpox again, but you're probably going to get the shingles when you get older. Well, so we don't know. Yeah. So firstly, the flu and the cold are viruses. The, the thing about the flu and the cold is they rapidly mutate. Right. So the antibodies your body makes one season don't count for the next season. Right. So we don't know if this is going to do the same thing. Right. We don't know if it's going to be like more like measles or chickenpox or polio or whatever. Right. Where you get your antibodies and you're good or you have to have a booster every once in a while. Or if it's going to mutate, and apparently, and I didn't know this, but there are some diseases like you can go through and get the antibodies for, and then mm-hmm. your antibodies just don't last. Right. <laughs> like like three years down the road, it's the same exact disease, and it comes back, and you get it again. So we don't know. And, then, and that's why I kind of get nervous when people talk, oh, you know, we'll be through this in however long. Like, well, it probably will. I'll, I'll agree with most people on that. But the important thing, though, is to keep doing what we're doing, because if you start relaxing your guard now and then it just keeps going 
you know, you've heard that the quote unquote curve. Yeah. So, I mean, you what you ultimately what we want to do is after the, the initial peak is on the other side, it's going to level off at some point. And you want to mm-hmm. make sure wherever it levels off that it does so underneath the hospital's ability to keep people alive. Right. What you don't want to do is get through the peak and get to the other side and say, okay, all hands off, everybody goes out again, and then you have another peak and a whole bunch of extra people die. That's what you want to avoid. Right. We'll see. I don't want extra people to die, but then again, sometimes people don't care. (laughs) As much as I want to make them care. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like that scene in uh, Liar Liar. (laughs) Grab the phone. Stop breaking the law. <laughs> it's like stop going out of your house. Yep. So we'll see. Don't know. Yeah. My boss is thoroughly convinced we're going to be doing exactly what we're doing right now. Eighteen months from now. That it's still going to be a year and a half of, of doing this. Yeah. Wow. I'd say it's not my boss. My boss's boss <laughs> thinks we're going to be doing this for a year and a half. Real positive outlook on uh, humanity, there, does he? Yeah, that was kind of my thought. I'm like, there's no way in hell people are going to put up with this for, for a year and a half. No, and that's the, the part that people got to got to kind of realize is that we're at that middle point of decision making, and it's either going to be we get through it or everybody's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's where we're at. You know that that whole kind of like you know you either going to do your homework and, and graduate high school or you're not and you're going to die on the street. <laughs> Your choice. And it is. That's like, I think, the big part about, you know, you want to scream about Americans and you have a choice. We know that you know that you have a choice. Just make the responsible choice for God's sake. Well, you can't make me. No, no, that's not a challenge for you. (laughs) Like, like, yes, you're right. That's why I'm pleading with you. (laughs) Like, I can't make you. (laughs) I can only tell you that you will kill other people if you do this. (laughs) I am not questioning your right as an American to do whatever the you want. Just please do the smart, right, adult thing. So that's our service message for this episode, folks. (laughs) (laughs) For the love of God, (laughs) do the smart, right, adult thing. Stay in and listen to more of our podcasts. (laughs) And and give to our Patreon. Yeah. (laughs) We're not saying you're not going to get the coronavirus by listening to our podcast, but no one who's listened to our podcast has gotten the coronavirus so far. Accurate. (laughs) Solidly accurate. (laughs) Well said, Bruce. Well said. You can't argue with those statistics. (laughs) Right? (laughs) 100% of nobody has gotten the coronavirus. I was inspired by by the executive branch of our federal government. Uh, They are pretty inspiring. (laughs) I can't imagine what that phone call, like, because they did a phone call. The president did a phone call with, like, all 50 governors. I can't imagine what that phone call was like. Like, all at the same time? Yes. They were all on the phone at the same time. Like, you're literally talking to, like, the world's most pompous (laughs) <laughs> like all 50 of them and then you know the president <laughs> like granted everybody in congress also a bunch of pompous 
but like they don't be the executive folks. <laughs> Especially now, it doesn't help that he was like, well, they're all going to do what I tell them to do. Like, oh, oh, no. No, 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 no. One of those things, you know, and it's not new to, to this administration or, or anything. Governors have always been like, no, the federal government doesn't tell us what to do. Oh, yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that phone call must have been like the like <laughs> it was either the most hilarious thing ever or the worst possible thing ever. Like, there's, <laughs> there's no other way. Because when you try to tell the American public they're going to do what I tell them to do, it's like. Oh, man, you're just looking for that fight. <laughs> well, game over. I'm going home. <laughs> I'll come back after everybody's dead. <laughs> the president was the husband and the governors were the wife. And he's going to sleep on the couch. <laughs> she's going to do what I tell her to do. Oh, please let me be in that room when you say that. Yep. And that's how it goes down, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Just like to remind folks that we do have a Patreon and a website, patentthefatman.com. So head to the website, check it out. Leave comments. Let us know you actually listen to our podcast, because that'd be amazing. Uh, rate us on iTunes, because I know nobody rates anything, but it does help the show quite a bit if you do give us ratings. So we super appreciate it. Uh, and if you give us reviews, and if you want to support the show, go to our Patreon. You can find a link to it on the website or go to patreon directly and uh search for pat and the fat man all proceeds that you give us go directly to our wonderful and talented editor who makes this podcast listenable so thanks as the kids like to say these days notice me senpai (laughs) (laughs) okay with that (laughs) this has been another episode of pat the fat man (laughs) I'm Pat. I'm the Fat Man, otherwise known as Bruce. Stay classy. Good eat you, I said, boys. You don't know where we're going? Guess what? Neither do we. And I'm yep. driving. <laughs> don't know where we're going? Definitely don't know where we've been. Maybe you don't know who we are. Can you... <laughs> Can you please call our parents? (laughs) Who, what? Where am I going? Why am I in this handbasket? (laughs) Oh, my God.